going to talk about wholesaling real estate, right? Because I think a lot of people don't understand that wholesale of real estate is not as complicated as people make it, right? They think, oh man, he wholesale real estate. He has a bunch of money or a bunch of investors behind him. Um, he got twenty, thirty thousand dollars or a hundred thousand or a million dollars, whatever it may be. I mean, if you got that, then that's cool. If you don't got that, it's not like that, right? So we're gonna get into talk about wholesaling of real estate, right? So basically, when you do wholesale of real estate, you're not a real estate agent, right? But to let you know that kind of similar to a real estate agent without having a real estate license, right? Because you are able to do that. Um, you can be a person who goes and find property, run down property, people who just really want to sell because they want to get out the, the state or they're trying to move out the country, whatever it may be. Um, you're able to do this and make a profit off of it. So um, I know a lot of people don't really get into details and talk about how it happened, how it works. And it's kind of a gray area. Everybody kind of say, well, it kind of puts their real estate agent out of business. He doesn't, you know, that's his job. That's what he do. And that's what she, he or she do. That's what they, you know, it's how they eat and feed their family. But let's be honest. A real estate agent is a person who puts houses on the market that is publicly being put on the market. Right. So it's somebody who set at their house. They're like, man, I'm thinking about moving here. I want to get rid of this property. Um, I'm going to list it on an MLS, right? Or Zillow, which is saying almost the same thing. And then you got other little outlets and stuff like that. They list their properties on. Um, this person has come to a agreement that they want to sell it, right? Now, a wholesale is a person who goes out, finds property that's not on a uh, MLS, right? So it's a person who has not thought about well, who thought about it, but has not put it out publicly to be sold. Like they're sitting at home and like, man, I really want to sell this house, but man, I don't want to go through the process of really selling it and then going through this and going through that. Oh, I, I should just keep it, not waste my time with that. I might not get the money I really want to ask for, or maybe the real estate agent, you know, he wants more because he gets a percentage of what's been sold. Right. So think about it. You like, man. What's, so as a wholesaler, he goes out, maybe somebody has a house that's run down, the kids don't live in, you know, parents don't live in anymore, they don't move to a different state. They just got it, not renting it out or nothing. And a wholesaler sees his property and says, hey man, I wonder if they want to sell this. He actually initiates the, the first start of the process. A real estate agent doesn't initiate no process. He just sees a list of houses that's being sold and he actually goes out. He works for the seller, right? Um, and you can also work for the buyer. So if he's a buyer and you look for a house, he actually can work for the buyer, finding a property for you, which you like, and then, you know, da 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 da. So anyway, but in the wholesale game, he doesn't have a real estate license and he does not have a interest on either side, right? So in the wholesaler, I found a property. Um, person says, hey, look, I want to sell this. I, he asked him, hey, look, have you ever thought about selling your house? And the guy says, yeah, you know, I've been thinking about it for the last couple months, weeks, days, whatever it may be. And he wants to sell the property. He say, well, what's a fair price right now? You know, what you want to do to get rid of this property? He looks at it, tells you the price, but then you go and you do your research, your due diligence of looking up the properties around the area. And you say, hey, look, man, it's a lot of work going to need to be done. Um, what you can do is put them 
under contract, right? If you really want to buy, you're really serious about buying it, uh, you put down an earnest money money deposit. It could be ten dollars, five dollars, twenty dollars, fifty dollars, whatever it may be. So this would put them on the contract. So now at this time, you're very serious. They, you let you let them know that you're serious about buying the property, right? Um, so going to this process of doing that, you get somebody to come out and inspect the house. You get to do a walkthrough, look at the property, diff, different stuff like that. So now at this time, the guy says you're the inspector or whoever you get to come out to look at it. He says, man, it's like ten, twenty thousand dollars worth of work that need to be done to this property. Um, Man, he's asking for eighty thousand. I mean, if he can knock off twenty of eighty, then it would be doable, you know, because this how much work you had to put into it, right? Now, you are a wholesaler, so you got to make a profit out of this too, because basically what you're doing is this: you're taking, putting on a contract, finding a buyer after this. You're playing the role of finding a property, putting it on a contract. Now, at the same time. Finding a buyer, right? You're now this. You're finding a seller. You're finding a buyer. You're a what you call non-licensed real estate agent, basically. So now you're doing the work that real estate agents don't do. The only time they do stuff like this is when it's a list on their desk. You're saying I'm gonna take the initiative to drive around all day, find property that wants to be sold. They just have not listed it, list listed the property, or have not. Had thought about it but wasn't too sure about it you've pushed that envelope of hey look you should just you know sell it i'm gonna find somebody really want to buy it at this time you know so you have to let the, the so basically what you're letting know you have to let the seller know what you will make the profit you will make off of it things like that right so now you find somebody who wants to buy the property right after that so now you find a buyer right buyer buys the contract he buys the contract from you, and he's you say, okay, well, you know, he's gonna sell it to me at sixty. You know, you gotta let him. It's kind of like a transparent type thing. You know, uh, I got it. So seventy thousand would be great. You know, so I make ten thousand dollar profit. Um, you get the house for less than what he wanted. He wanted it for he wanted to sell it for eighty. I got it down to sixty. I'll sell it to you for eighty. You kind of negotiate those things because if not, you can always find other buyers too. Contract lasts depending on the state. The period of time is like some of 7, 10, and 15 days. So you get a little time to find a buyer. But this is the thing about it. Great thing about it. You create those relationships and those networking abilities. You already have people who's looking who are looking for that. And you know people. So you don't have to go spend a bunch of time in your phone wasting your time on, man, I don't know if what's the name. You know, I got to find somebody who want to buy it. So you kind of create those relationships. You ask people what they're doing when you're out and buy out, say what they do. God tells you, I, I buy real estate, you know, this and the third. He just like to find good deals. Well, you're a wholesaler. You know in your phone. You haven't never talked to this guy besides like one or two times. You say, man, I got a good property for him. I know he probably want this, right? So he goes back. You hit him up, say, hey, man, I got this property. You send him a picture of it. You let him know, hey, look, what's what we can go. I can show it to you. The whole nine, you get him out there, and he wants to buy the contract for you. You tell him straight up, hey, look, I the guy wanted 80. I got it down to 60. I got to sell it to you for 70. I got to make a little profit off of it because it is, it is a little time consuming for me. I lost a little bit in here. I had to hire a few people to get some stuff right. And under the term of being on the contract, you kind of do a little minor repairs if you want to. Now, at the end of the day, you sell it. Boom. You get the guy to agree. Hey, okay. 
it's 10,000 more than what you would give, but 10,000 less than what he really wanted as a, as a buyer, right? As a seller. So now you can kind of take that and you can run with it, right? So being in wholesale is not that bad. Actually, it's, it's very convenient for people who don't have a lot of money to put down, but have a lot of, but have a, I mean, just trying to figure out a way which you want to do a life, but you have enough time to drive around. One thing you're going to need is a car, cell phone, it may be just like, you know, 20 to $30, right? So in this time, but you got to be able to network. The most important thing you got to remember about this whole process is being able to network and find people who want things that you have, right? So if you're afraid to talk to people, if you're afraid to get out and be yourself, if you're afraid to find people and connect with people, whether you get on, you know, LinkedIn and connect with people and talk to them and, you know, whatever. If you got a nice following on Facebook, Instagram, whatever it may be, you got a nice following on any one of those type things, right? So you got a nice size following. That following will help you out along the way. So you got this nice little following on Instagram and you say, hey, look, <clears throat> I can post this on Instagram, really, and find a buyer. I know I got a lot of friends in it, like real estate. They're going to be able to buy this property from me um, within a matter of hours. Or, you know, I know they're looking for it. They just need, they just need to me. I'm the middleman, right? So what you play in this whole role is the middleman. You're a basic non-licensed real estate agent. You're playing the middleman role. And in this role, you're going to let people know what the price are, what you have to, you know, sell it the contract for in order for you to make profit and for them to make profit. Um, it's a lot of tricks to the trade. You know, it's more details to it. You can learn more about understanding being a wholesaler if you just, you know, understand the terms that you're going to go through. Man, basically stuff, you can really just Google, you know what I'm saying? Understanding terms and everything and but this is a, a way to get started into real estate. A lot of people want to get into flipping homes and stuff like that. This is what you call flipping a home, right? This is a flip. This is a quick pack, take it, flip it without actually owning it, right? It's just like if, if you was in a, just being in the street terms, I know a lot of people are going to be trying to, and a lot of people probably listen to this as, you know, halfway in the streets or understand street terms better than they understand the, the real lingo. So I'm going to put it in the street terms for you. This is holding the pack on consignment, right? So I got the pack on consignment, meaning I don't technically own it, but I'm going to get a percentage off of it because I'm going to get it off faster than he can. And he don't have the network and connects like I have. So I'm going to hold it on consignment. So basically is I have a seller, a person who who got it. And he really need to sell it, but he don't know. He don't have the connects, but he got the, he got it. He got the weight, tons of it. He got plenty of it, right? But he don't have the connects. He don't know who, who to talk to, the first person. He really not sure. He don't want to go be very loud because he don't want people to know that he got it like that, right? So here come me. I'm looking around. I got the talking and asking him. He telling me about it. So I say, well, look, I got the connects. He trying to give it to me at a high price. And I'm like, nah, I can do it like this. You go down 10 because it's been half. It's half the product by the time it got to me. Um, you go down 10 
And then I'm going to find somebody who, you know, um, who will meet me with a profit on it. Right. So now I'm holding on consignment, but I'm going to find somebody who's going to buy it on consignment. Who's going to buy this consignment from me and I'm going to make at least about $10,000 profit so I can give the, the seller back his share. But also giving the buyer a good deal. Right. That is the relatability of this. This is just like any other hustle you in. You know what I'm saying? So if you in the streets and you can't relate to it in most business terms, relate to it in the way of the streets. If you want to look at it like that. This is a pack on consignment. You need to get enough money out of it to make profit, but enough money to also make the buyer happy and make the seller happy and make you happy in the middle. Right. You're the middleman. You're the person who's going to get a percentage off this and you got to find out what's a reasonable percentage. It might need your reasonable percentage may be five thousand. That might be your reasonable amount of money amount of money that you say I can deal with five thousand. I only had I ain't have nothing but like ten or twenty hundred I mean, like ten dollars or twenty dollars anyway or a hundred dollars anyway. So I can I can live with taking five thousand or three thousand or whatever. Right. So you just got to look at it in that term. Wholesaling of property. That is the quick flip. That is flipping property. Now, in this whole term, you do get hit with. It's called, I want to say it's uh, capital gains, right? So it's short capital gains. So you get hit with that as a tax because you, you are technically taking a property, flipping it, you know, selling somebody real quick within uh so many months within a year stuff like that so you got to get taxed so just understand look up what your tax is i think it's like 30 some percent 35 39 percent you gotta look at what you'll get taxed at just be be aware and mindful of what you can get taxed for and how much you need to make in order to not to when you get taxed you don't all your money ain't going in tax right so you got to make sure you can be mindful of that be mindful of your county laws or parish if you live in a Napoleonic state. Um, be mindful of your uh, state laws, federal laws. You just got to be mindful of those things because those things are the things you got to be worried about. And also, if you find a house that is, let's say, outdated or not up to code, those things help knock the price down the property. Because if somebody has a house in a city and it hasn't been up to code in the last five to ten years, but they want this extremely high price. And then you get an inspector out there and he says, this is not up to code, this is not up to code, this is not up to code, this is not up to code. Look into how much it costs to get all those things up to code and you deduct that from the price they want. You tell them straight up, like, hey, look, you got ten things in here that's not up to code. And in of those ten Seven of them are over five thousand dollars. Seven are all over five. So I'm gonna do a general general round. Five thousand times seven. That's how much it's gonna cost me to get the house back up to code. And that's how much I need to take off the. You need to take off the price. Simple as that. Buying it from you, but I also gotta sell it too at the same time. Can't sell it if it costs me more money to repair it. Then it is um, like like at the end of the day, it's all about a profit game. You got to win. I got to win. When I do sell at the end of the day, the buyer at the end got to win. So we can't go into this game of saying, oh, no, this is my price. I'm sticking to it. 
then it's going to be forever on the market because I don't know anybody that's going to pay that amount of money for a house that needs major repairs. And it's like $35,000 for repairs of being up to code. So that's one thing you got to be aware of. So a lot of times, a lot of people are trying to be stiff about things and trying to make sure they get the most out of you or trying to take advantage of you because you don't really know those ins and outs of things. And that's just with knowing. But again, nobody really talks about this stuff. Everybody kind of says, nah, I'm not going to ever tell nobody about wholesaling real estate. I want them to think they have to buy it completely out of pocket and stuff like that. But that is completely wrong. So you have to remember that information sometimes is not always given to you, right? So a lot of things you have to do, you have to look up information, you have to look up how you can make, you know, information, look up just simple things. So you got to do a due diligence in order for yourself, right? Right. So I want to give a little knowledge on that. I think wholesaling is a, a great avenue for people who want to get into real estate and they don't have an idea. I mean, you can get into wholesaling uh you know, mobile homes, you know, single family homes, duplexes, whatever you can find. Um, one major tool you can use, and this is what wholesalers use. I'm giving it to you for free. Most of them giving it to you at a fee, but give, this is what I just said. I'm giving it to you for free, and most of them giving it to you at a fee. Deal machine. Deal machine is a way for you to find houses so you basically drive to the door drive to the house see it run down you use deal machine it actually uses the picture finds the owner sends an email out to them right you can email them directly and you let them know on your message you create that you want to buy that you're looking to buy the house and if you could contact me back at blah 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 number right now thing i did learn in this wholesaling thing is do not give them your personal number because you probably get a call at all times of night. Um, create you a business email. It's really simple. Simple. You can go on any one of them. Create you a business email. Just because you don't want to use your personal email, you don't want you to use your personal number. Because the reason why is you don't want to mix your personal emails and your business and all business together, right? Unless you don't really have. The funds right now to buy, purchase a business email or whatever it may be. Because I think there's a fee for those and purchase a business number. You, it might cost you a little fee, so you might not have it right now. But if you do have it, try to get one of those so you can set it up perfectly. So you don't have, you know, your auntie emailing you along with the person that's trying to sell you the house emailing you. you getting the two confused and you talking about, no, I ain't going to be there to eat apple pie this Thanksgiving and what 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 and then she like whoa what i'm trying to just sell the house to you so you don't want to confuse the two so it keeps it kind of organized and file and if you have any discrepancies you can kind of just like hey look on my business email is what you said this is the price boom boom and having a business phone number so you can always go through different app sources to get you a business phone number and that way, when, they, when you call them, they don't directly have your phone number. They ain't just going to be calling you all night. Ooh, and if they do call you, they're calling your business number, which is going to your phone anyway. But it kind of helps you out. Um, set yourself up. This sends an email out to them. Deal Machine is a great tool that people that most people that use, that do wholesaling do. They use the same thing. Like I say, drive by, it snaps a picture, 
You put it, save it in there, and you send an email out to them. There's all the work for you, basically. This will save you time because you got to go down, get that. Because otherwise, you get the address, go down to the county's clerk's office, tell them the address. They tell you who owned the property. Then you got to go through the, you know, the process. They got a number on there. Then you got to go through the process of dialing the number, calling them, stuff like that. If that number is still in service and all that other stuff. So this is another way. It actually looks everything up for you. So it's kind of weird, scary at the same time that a app can actually pinpoint a location, find the name automatically and their email address and email them or send a text message to them, whatever. That's the weird part. But that is the type of um, software that's out there. So it's no reason why people can't do um, simple stuff like that, no matter what state you're in and everything. So, it's just basically up to you how you want to grind and get it. So, uh, just a little hustle tip for today. We're just talking a little simple, simple hustle. Um, like I said, the following, like, from now on, most of my episodes are going to be very short, brief, quick, straight to the point. Because I feel like a lot of people want to hear information and not hear a bunch of, you know, talking about a bunch of stuff that don't really matter. Or they trying to get obtain information and then they... You watching these different stuff and they laughing and clowning about something that doesn't have to do anything anything. But this is just a little something I've been studying and learning about. I just want to give a little talk and give a little stuff. So this will be going coming out later on this week. Sometime this week. I'll probably give it to y'all before Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving Day. Just give you a little something to relax to. Maybe like Thanksgiving Eve or something like that. Just give you a little information to relax to. Might drop it every might drop a new episode every day this week. So just stay on the tune, subscribe to the channel if you can, you know what I'm saying, refer a friend, refer a friend, let them know I'm giving a little information. And I'm giving it to you in the lingo you can actually understand, I'm breaking it down for you in a real simple way. So, <clears throat> while you're on here, and uh, man, go uh, do a little research, get your, game, get your mind in the game, um, it's always ways to hustle. It's more than one one way. It's a million ways to get it. You got to find one and stick to it that works for you, not one that works for everybody else. Because what works for everybody else might not necessarily work for you, and it might not make you happy. That's the biggest thing today, being happy with what you're doing. Um, different avenues, different streams of income, it's always needed. But just find what makes you happy. Find what's the purpose of yours. This might be somebody's purpose. Why I want to give little information on it. This might be somebody's um, avenue of how they want to get money or what they passion is to flip houses and stuff like that. And right now, the real estate market is actually up in the pandemic because people want to move out to different states. It's cheaper on, on uh, cheaper living and stuff like that. So, hey, man, it's hot markets, Texas, Arizona. Um, Really crazy thing about Louisiana's hot market right now. Uh, what else? People moving to Oklahoma too. It's Oklahoma, Tennessee, Georgia. It's hot markets. Um, it's probably some good real estate in like Alabama too, um, and in Mississippi. Just gotta get ready to get on the, on the grind with those because they they not hot hot markets right now because they don't have a lot of bit of work out there but i guarantee you that it's gonna be a hot market because they're gonna start plants like big 
industrial plants and different stuff. Gonna start building facilities out there because it's gonna be more land and it's gonna be cheaper. So be on the lookout for that too. Uh, people moving a little bit farther north of out of, up out of Florida, moving north of Florida, and moving to North Florida and then to Georgia and on around. But keep your eyes open, man. It's hot markets all over. But that's the two hottest. That's the hottest market too. Um, also, people hot market is Oregon too. People moving more to like Oregon and stuff like that because of the taxes and stuff like that. Cheaper. So stay on the lookout. Um, stay tuned for the re- the next episode this week. I'm gonna do it by two, three a week, or something like that. So I'm gonna see how I can do it. I'm gonna see how it go. Try to do enough episodes for you. All right, hustlers, hustle hard. Hustle smarter, not harder. Peace.